0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Our well, big news for uh, cricket fans, big news for Ross Taylor fans, of course, in the Queen's Birthday Honours list. Uh, Ross Taylor, um, sensational cricketer for New Zealand, has been very quickly made companion of the New Zealand Order of Merit, and he joins us this morning with all those letters behind his name. All of a sudden, because he's got so many in front of his name as well. Uh, Ross Taylor, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks, man. How, how are you going to put them all on one business card? L P R G T, everything Taylor, and then you follow it with C N Z O. I mean, how are you going to fit them all on one card? i would have to
1: go start a new line. I think um, <laughs> after that. But um, no, obviously uh, very humbling for uh, to receive the recognition, and um, you know, obviously a proud moment for me and my family as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and fully deserved. Um, no one would argue that with that, Ross. Look. Uh, One of the reasons, uh, apart from your amazing deeds on the field, which have been well documented, is uh, uh, the work that uh, you are doing and and you're intended to around the uh, Pacific Island community. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you this morning, because uh, how do you you intend to go about it? The the recent numbers, uh, the latest numbers, indicate to us that in terms of playing numbers for cricket, 5.76% Māori, 1.76% Pacifica, and the rest, of course... Are not so. H- how do you look to try and perhaps lift those numbers?
1: Uh, obviously, um, you try and do as much as you can when you're playing. But now that I'm retired, uh, I've got a bit more time on my hands to, uh, you know, give back and, and try and promote the game. Uh, I think the majority of the time is just getting them uh, exposed to the game, and, and what better format of the game to do it? And 2020, I think um, there's a lot of time pressures and constraints in life in general in these days and um, you know hopefully you can go into some schools and and promote the game as you said not just with the pacific island community but with the Māori community as well
0: okay so um as going into the schools i mean you go into coach or you going to talk about the game or, or how, do you, how do you actually go about it
1: yeah i mean i think more of it's just about to talking about it you don't want to get too technical and um, get them involved, get them involved. New Zealand Cricket, the Players Association, um, you know, are starting to, obviously with those numbers, is, um, you know, not not particularly great, but, you know, just small steps. Um, and then I guess the ultimate goal is to have a few more players playing in the domestic cricket and um, the Black Caps, but that's um, a few years off now. Um, but also promoting the game in the islands as well. Um, you know, we're... There's a few initiatives that are that are coming through that hopefully, you know, we can have a few tournaments. um, And Papua New Guinea is probably the best um, nation out there in the Pacific at the moment, and and are not far away from qualifying for uh, the 2020 World Cup as well.
0: So, along with Deepak Patel, of course, you've got a bit of a history with Papua New Guinea cricket. Is that right?
1: Yeah, um, Deepak was the coach at the time, uh, and have gone over and um, you know been I suppose, a mentor and. Um, and b- being done a few coach assistants uh, i mean i can 't get over how um, you know enthusiastic and raw and talented these guys are uh, it was the it pleasure to work with them and um, you know I think the more that they get to play against these second tier nations the the better they 're going to get and, and i 've had some pretty good coaches as you 've seen and in Deepak Patel uh, and a few others over the years as well
0: uh, one of the things that uh, I think should uh, encourage young uh, Maori pacific uh, children, um, boys or girls, to play the game is, is because the same reason that they do so well in, in rugby and league and the contact sports is because they're physically uh, a little bit more gifted. They're stronger, they're faster at a younger age, which tends to suggest power and pace, and cricket needs that. Oh, 100%. I think,
1: you know, it's a definitely an untapped market and, um, you know, there's, a, there's definitely a, um, a fast bowler we can buy one. 140 and, and smack the ball out of the park uh, somewhere uh, in New Zealand um, but once again it's, it's getting them exposed to the game um, and yeah. showing them that there's different avenues because obviously they're well represented in rugby and rugby league uh, but unless they're exposed to it then uh, you know uh, they, they tend to stick with what they know.
0: How about uh, the likes of uh, Samoa and Tonga and Fiji you mentioned going to the islands now you've been to Samoa yet? Yeah?
1: yeah i've been over there um to do a few different stints with murphy so um, yeah once again i think that there's a icc have put in place but covid's um stifled a lot of those tournaments that they have um but now hopefully now that all the the borders are opening up they get to have a bit more exposure and, and you know what it's like maybe it's just getting um, used to different conditions i guess uh, a lot of it's played on artificial and mapping, but. You know, hopefully getting them to go to Australia and New Zealand and, and playing on grass uh, will further their um, you know, their cricket knowledge.
0: And that Ross I would imagine initially anyway is, is pretty much white ball cricket and, and, and basically what T20 is that, is that the, the market you'd look at initially anyway?
1: Yeah I think so. I think um, the, the 2020 and, and, and they do play one day cricket as well, but I think um, you know we're we'll, we'll having a meeting tomorrow uh, about it. Uh, so hopefully we'll come up with a few more, more answers. But uh, no, I wouldn't just put it down to 2020. It's definitely just the white ball format at this stage. But um, at the same time, you know, you learn your craft by playing uh, red ball cricket. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, if, you know, if we can give them the odd, tw- you know, two or three day game uh, to, to learn their craft.
0: Ross, on uh, another subject, uh, you've had a little bit of time out of the game now, um, you know, and you've had time to consider options, I guess. Um, last time we spoke to you, you were sort of um, just taking a, a bit of time out and, and making up your mind about what you're going to do from here on in. Uh, have you had any thoughts about possibly coaching or continuing to play in some areas?
1: Yeah, a bit of both. Um, you never say never to, to coaching, but uh, first and foremost, I I still love playing the game and, and want to try and play it as much as I can while well, I can't. Um, looking forward to playing with uh, Central Districts over the summer. Um, there's a few tournaments that I've signed up to to go to as well. So, um, no, I, I enjoy um, playing the game still and um, giving back to it in any way I can. But uh, I, I did have... A, I did miss the game a little bit the other day at Lords, but um, there's also elements that I that I didn't miss, and, and I guess made my decision. Uh, be be content and, and happy with my decision.
0: Ross, there's so many coaching roles within the game these days, uh, whether they be male or female teams around the world. Would you entertain the thought of perhaps being a, a batting coach or even a head coach at some stage in the future? Does it even interest you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, probably not at the at the moment. Um, but no, I, I guess being a batting coach for a head coach, and there's a there's a lot of play, a lot of players I played with, I never never thought would get into head coaching um, or be a coach in general. So um, you know, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, you know, I've been successful at one job. Um, hopefully, you know, have the passion and to be successful at whatever I do uh, after cricket as well.
0: Okay, so you, you've left the dressing room. We know that, and that gives you an opportunity to perhaps, perhaps sit back and uh, look at the game in a slightly different light. As you said, you looked at Lords the other night. You had a little bit of FOMO, uh, and anyone would that's played there or commentated there and isn't there all of a sudden because it's such a special place. Overall, though, um, you know, it didn't go well. Didn't start well, and it didn't clearly it didn't finish well. Uh, so I'm gonna, I, I, I ask you about your impression of that match and both sides' performance, really.
1: Yeah, I look, looked at my wife, and uh, as Devin Conway was coming out at two for two, I said, "I'm not missing that," um, <laughs> and things. So, but uh, no, I think obviously at the top of the order, we um, we didn't have the best test. Uh, you know, a few of the guys had just come straight out of IPL um, and were probably a little bit underdone. Uh, even Bolty, I think he started off well. Um, you know, we've still got to find a way of. You know, if we're going to pick. A for we're going to try and use them and utilize them if not. then um, you know, I think we've had a lot of success in this team, especially in New Zealand and in the English conditions with four forcing. so I'd like to, like to think that they can try and get um, you know a Matt Henry or Neil Wagner into the side somehow. Um, and we haven't played a three match series for a long time, so whether that's in their thinking, whether they want to um, rest and rotate um, a couple of the bowlers. Um, but obviously, Henry Nichols and, and de Gronholm, their injuries they 're going to throw a spanner in the work um, but no I, I would like to see Con- um, Conway devin Conway up the um, up the top of the order I think uh, you know that 's where he 's had success and um, I would swap devin and, and will Young around
0: interesting. that was my next question. who at number four for you so uh, and and the, uh, and is that that goes away from the left hand right hand combination, which I, I suppose is a factor. Uh, but then when you look at bowlers like Anderson and Broad, they're used to that sort of stuff anyway. It's no great surprise, is it? So Conway at the top for you.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not phased. I mean, we've had many times where we've had um, two right-handers. We don't uh, make make a point of it. I think you just put your best players in in their position. Uh, Devon's batted uh, has opened the batting and batted it through most of his career. Um, and, you know, I think the ideal spot for Will Young is three or four. So, you know, I think they're only... They only put him at open to be opener, um, to open the space up because that was the only place that he could play, where now there is a spot at four. Uh, I think that's the the position for him and and the team going forward.
0: Uh, Okay, so um, the other point of interest, you mentioned either uh, Wagner or Henry, so perhaps we're looking at with Blundell at seven, four seam bowlers attacking at Trent Bridge. Memories of Trent Bridge for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, played county cricket there. It uh, does t- tend to swing. Um, but like most most parts uh, in the test career, they don't actually leave it that green. Um, it's, it's more the overhead conditions. And, you, and we worked out that when the ball did flatten out, it didn't do much. Um, but when it did, you know, if the clouds came in, uh, things can happen quickly. So you don't want to get too carried away. But Trent Bridge, another great place to play cricket. And I'm sure um, with that new stand um, to the left, Of the change room, Um, you know, I think a lot of the talk is that it does swing a lot more. Um, So if the overhead conditions um, allow, then I'm sure all the bowlers will really enjoy
0: it. You stood at first slip uh, for much of your career. Uh, Obviously, you know you're looking at the ball because that's the thing you've got to react to and, and catch every now and then. Uh, but the, the other thing you do when you're at first slip, I, I, I noticed that the same with wicket keeping as well. You actually make a, quite a close study of batsmen. And one of the things New Zealand have talked about now is plan against Joe Root. Uh, you've stood at first slip against Joe Root on many, many occasions. So tell us uh, about perhaps a plan of attack that they should maintain against him.
1: I think uh, you know, obviously he's a world class player and um, and has succeeded in all uh, in all conditions. But um, I think with someone with, like Joe Root and, and Kane, your plans just have to be over a three or four over period. It's not um you know, it's not three or four balls, you just gotta put the ball in the right area and he has that ability to score so quickly. Um so for me I think um you know it's like anyone in those conditions you, you gotta try and get him out early. Um but just put it in that channel for a, a long period of time. He does like to feel bad on ball. Um, you know, sometimes bowling that uh, off stump, uh fourth stump line is um you know, is quite good to most batters, but I think you know, just hanging it out there for long enough, he, he does like to feel bad on ball um, and just be patient. I think you see he's so good on both um, front and back foot. Uh, I think just hanging out there um, because he does get so far across. Keep it on that fifth down line for as long a period as possible, um, and the ball more often than not in these conditions will will help you out in some some sort of way.
0: I think one of the worst things uh, about the fact that we lost that first test was not just that we gave England the advantage in the series. It's, it's that I think it probably gave a little bit of confidence to uh, Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad because, regardless of the experience, there was always the talk of Anderson and Broad where they passed that whatever. Uh, I think the danger here is because of their success, we've uh, we've handed them not so much a lifeline but uh, a degree of of confidence, perhaps, that they didn't need. So, what do we have to do with Broad and Anderson in that first hour at first session to make sure it doesn't happen again?
1: Yeah, I think it, <clears throat> I think you're right. I think not only Anderson and Broad, I think it, it would have given uh, the McCallum and, and Stokes era a lot of confidence, and, and that confidence would have gone around the team. Um, I think you know you just got to try and um, find a way of, of getting through it. Um, you know, whoever it is, whether it's young and. And like them to continue to open. Um, is just to try and leave well, um, and give yourself, give them the first you know hour, hour and a half. Um, you know they're world class players. The Duke ball obviously does a lot more than uh, it does here in, in New Zealand. But um, just trusting your defence um, and having a bit of luck in between. I mean, they took some fantastic catches in that first session, um, where you know they, they dropped a few and and that ashes series in Australia. So um, you know I think once we win those key moments. Um, and have a bit of luck go our way. Um, you know, I don't think this team will, will panic just yet, but uh, they know they'll be in for a, in for a fight. And, and that first first session, whatever we do, will we'll dictate um, you know the confidence levels going through for the rest of the game.
0: Okay, Roscoe, uh thank you very much for those thoughts. Um, looking forward to um, all that work you're going to do within the Pacific community, and uh, hopefully, even if they can produce one, two, three. Um, players uh, for the future uh, it would be absolutely fantastic and give them that pathway so uh, congratulations once again on the honour thanks for your uh, your thoughts this morning look forward to that test match starting tomorrow night as well. Ross Taylor, thank you Appreciate it
1: Deck maintenance isn't fun move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep paint,
0: seal or get a low maintenance Trex deck the only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset